0: Hey guys, Heather here. I wanted to be fully transparent and let you in on something I feel is important to express. On the day we recorded the following two part episode about the disappearance and death of Elisa Lamb, we received the news about the tragic death of another girl, Bianca Devins. While their stories are completely different, hearing what happened to Bianca, a 17 year old girl with her whole life ahead of her, it completely shifted the mood of the following episodes. I'm only human, I'm empathetic, and I'm angry, and I'm sad about another life snuffed out by someone who felt that they were entitled to someone else's attention. So these episodes are dedicated to Bianca Devins, as well as Elisa Lamb. And if you happen to pick up on the anger and sadness I have in these episodes, you know exactly why. We were still very freshly processing our emotions and... I'm still processing those emotions, but we want you to know that we still had a great time recording these for you, and while the world is a little heavier right now, we really want you to enjoy yourselves too. So, let's get spooky.
1: This is Hauntings and Homicide. Yes. (laughs) I'm Selena. And... Oh. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, we met... (laughs)
0: Yes. Go
1: ahead. So, hi. I'm Selena. I have no business doing this at all, because I still sleep with the nightlight, and I'm scared of the world. And that proved a lot with this case, and you'll find out. Oh, I'm so excited to scare the hell out of you. Yeah. This is going to be so fun. Yeah,
0: Anyway, I'm Heather, (laughs) and I haven't
1: slept in years... I think that's more apparent than ever. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure oh, this week has been disastrous. It's retrograde.
0: It's a fucking nightmare. We're about um, halfway through it, right? Uh, sure, I think so. Well, you know what I always say—it's worse before and after. So, yeah, technically, it's the like fog before and after. That I what. feel like we're probably not quite halfway through the bullshit yet. Um, speaking of the nightlight thing, though. Um, I this yeah. Um, I slept with a, with my light on the other night. I always sleep with my light on. I know, but I did. Well, actually, I I did both. I was both of us because mm-hmm. I didn't sleep, but also had my light mm-hmm. on because I was so scared. I watched an episode of Buzzfeed Unsolved, and it scared me so bad
1: that I had to turn my light on and leave yeah. it on all yeah. night. I have um. Well, one, I sleep with my TV because I have to have noise, mm-hmm. and two, um, I sleep with my salt lamp. Oh, so it's like a beneficial
0: nightlight. I need to get one. I love my salt lamp. Finally got it for me. If I'm going to continue to scare the
1: hell out of myself, yeah,
0: like I do, um, I guess I'm going to need one.
1: I don't even know what scared me the other day, but I was scared for the life of <laughs> me, I don't remember what it was, but I remember having the feeling of like. Oh, I don't like this. I know
0: exactly what scared me.
1: Lately, and I don't know what it is, I have not been able to sleep throughout the night. Well, I do know what it is. I've been drinking the right amount of water, so I have to pee like 10 times throughout the night. Oh, God. Which is awful, but it like terrifies me to have to like walk to my bathroom when it's dark. So I don't like that part.
0: Oh, my God. I turn the flashlight on my phone, but then that's almost scarier. That's scarier.
1: There's something very, like... I feel like that's, like, a jump-scare moment, like, waiting to happen. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I've seen way too many horror movies, and... I feel like that's scarier. The really bright light amongst the darkness is unholy. Oh, yeah. Not a fan. What are we doing here? What is is this? Well... (laughs) This is a a podcast. It's been a a long week. Well, it's Monday. This is a really... (laughs) This is a really weird day. We've had a long weekend. We've had a I long day, and you've been here for two hours.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, so... I had something to say. Oh. Oh, we'll, we'll I'm drinking um, hard stuff. She is. I'm drinking so. something out of a pink can, so you know it can't be hard. So, um, it's
0: just a, a premium heads
1: up. me a malt beverage. <laughs> it's a... It's a brunch... It's definitely it's a, a brunch. It's, it's a, a smeared off thing. It's like I'm. This is what high school me would have drank. Oh no! No, you know what I drank in high school? Hmm.
0: Um, Wild vine blackberry merlot. You drank wine? Yeah. Who were you? Oh, very strange. Very strange character. Very strange. I'm 26 and I still don't really like wine. Okay. Using the word wine. In regards to what I just described, is it is like a very a, loose. Is it like term. a Stella Rosa wine where it's like not Oh no, really wine. no, 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 no. No no. It's like one step. Is it above like the MV twenty twenties? Oh. <laughs> if yeah. not just as bad yeah. as Boone's Farm, which was another favorite of mine. Yeah. So quote unquote wine. Got it? Ugh. Complete trash. Yeah. Absolute trash. And I would just sit there and drink it out of the bottle. Oh, yeah. If I drink it right now, I'd be immediately sick. Like, there's just, it's just sugar. And I used to be, like, so proud of myself. I'd be like, I drank this whole bottle by myself, and I'm not even drunk. It's like, because there's no booze in there. It's just straight sugar. It's just sugar. Yeah. Okay, you're not so hard, 16-year-old Evan.
1: Yeah, no, I was a, I actually have always been a beer drinker. I was always, like, a Corona girl. I couldn't even, st- I still don't really like beer, but I, I couldn't beer. stand the taste of it up until I was like 25. Oh no, I love it. I remember once we went to a, like a house party or something like that, and my boyfriend at the time asked me what I wanted, and I wanted like a 40 ounce of Miller High Life, and I was so happy. Oh god. <laughs> it is no. the champagne of beer. What? It is. Did you just make that up? No, it's like their tagline. That's their tagline? Yeah. Oh
0: boy. Miller High Life. That's like when you walk by, like, a hole-in-the-wall pizza place that's, like, has cockroaches crawling around the floor, and it's like, best pizza in the city, and you're like, you you gave yourself that title.
1: No, Miller High Life, it's a champagne of beers. It's delicious. All right, you go. It's Be bougie. What, so should we... I guess we should start diving in. Yeah, it's all, it's all
0: you, this episode, pretty well, much. I'm gonna sit here and drink so, this... Uh,
1: Heather's mom, by the way, made her a drink. Yeah, because... Heather hasn't had... She's not having a good day. Today... Her mom's first reaction was... She was like, oh... Want a shot? (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you just got to
0: mellow out, and so... Selena's going to tell me a story, basically, and I'm going to have
1: this pineapple juice vodka thing. So, bear with me. I'm hoping this comes out as... Proper. I basically can. decided. <laughs> what? I was like, so we're doing this case and it's all yours. Okay. Bye. So, have I fun. Think bye. Before we even dive into the case, there's a lot of layers to it. There's a lot of information to it. There's. It's just a lot. And as soon as you're done listening to this episode, I. Please beg you to go look it up yourself because a quick Google search will then turn into like a five-hour rabbit hole mm-hmm. of you then figuring out what the f happened, what could have happened, all these different theories. So come along this journey with us. Yes, join it's, us. It's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. So we're gonna cover Elisa Lam. Yay. I. I think what's also kind of special about this case to me, I mean, Heather, it's very near and dear to Heather's heart. Oh, yes. This
0: one's a a big, big, big deal to me. But
1: this one actually was one of the first cases that, because it is kind of considered local to us, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like this is one of the first cases that I vividly, like, remembered happening in real time Mm -hmm. and how weird it was. It's super weird. So...
0: So you talk about... All the time. Like, I always make fun of you, like, because you get scared.
1: Yeah. I'm scared of this case. Yeah. This case scares the hell out of me. It's, like I said, there's a lot of information and a lot of layers to it. And even if you just, even if you just went on Reddit, there is a subreddit specifically for Elisa Lam. And if you just went through and you could just spend hours on there. Oh, yeah. So, Let's get started. So, in the beginning of 2013, 21-year-old Canadian student Elisa Lam decided she wanted to take a break from university and travel down to the West Coast. She had taken Amtrak's and various buses and made her way to San Diego, where she had visited the zoo and even went to a speakeasy. Just fancy that was ahead of her time because they're super popular now they're super popular now but back then right speakeasies like then you really needed to know like the secret password Mm -hmm. so after her stop in san diego she then traveled to la where she went to a taping of conan o'brien did some sightseeing around downtown and just did all the you know good old tourist things to do in la i never heard that yeah wow Okay. I know, I kind of want to, I, I wish I would have dived in a little bit more to
0: see, like, what taping she went to. You know, because Conan O'Brien is a huge, like, fan of true crime. Yeah. Like, big time, so I wonder if he knows that, and... I'm sure. He would be super fascinated by Like that. I
1: said, I wish, there's so many little aspects to this case that you want to just go in and then deep dive even more. I know. But if you did that, you would never sleep, and you would never finish but that's a whole nother issue.
0: Did you know he went to the actual court hearing for John List? Really? Yeah. John um, List is the guy who murdered his whole family. hmm Anyway, just saying, Conan, big time true crime fan. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
1: So, on January twenty-seventh, she checked into the Cecil Hotel, which is located in Skid Row. <coughs> <laughs> So he was trying to hide her burps with a hey dainty yeah. little cough. <laughs> well, it was one of those where, like, you feel it in your throat, and you're like, oh, no, what's going to happen right now? Oh, my God. Well, anyways, let me just drink more now. <laughs> so, anyways, on January 27th, she checked into the Cecil Hotel, which is located in Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically L.A.'s huge concentration of homeless. Mm-hmm. You go around, there's a bunch of tents, and it's not necessarily the most glamorous thing when you think of L.A., like, you kind of, it's like one of those things that people just ignore, but it's literally in the heart of downtown, and it's been described as the home of the worst addicts and the most destitute citizens. So it's kind of weird that this, like, glamorous, like, old-school hotel belongs there. I'm going to get into it later on. (sighs) That was actually what I had written next. (laughs) Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said the hotel <laughs> built in 1920s has an infamous dark past that Heather will discuss later in this episode. <laughs> well, thank you. Sorry. I had to, I had to introduce myself, I guess. <laughs> she just wants to talk. I do not! So, in one of her blog entries, which I'll get into later because she has a blog, but she described it as a building that was built in 1928, hence the arc the art deco theme so yes it is classy but since it's LA it went on crack (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) (laughs) that's what she said and it's true oh
0: no poor Lisa Lamb she's funny (laughs) uh...
1: she then goes on to say she's fairly certain that this is where Baz Luhrmann needs to film The Great Gatsby which that would have been I actually I loved that movie
0: Dude that soundtrack It was spot Holy on Holy shit One whoever, of my favorite soundtracks Whoever organ Jay-Z He was the one who Jay-Z. did all of it
1: Yeah He did Yeah Yeah it was good from start to finish Yeah it's fucking amazing Yeah It was good It was a good one. Oh, Oh I'm sorry I'm just <laughs> Oh Isaac's gonna hate us He already does he quit. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we are just doing this solo now. Just me.
0: It's me now. Remember the mental breakdown I had? It's happening again.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Go on. <laughs> so she was supposed to share a hostel-type room with a group of other women because the Cecil Hotel itself is kind of weird. It's, like, half hotel, half, like, hostel, half, like, low-rent income housing. Mm. It's really bizarre. Which, by the way, they're trying to rebrand it as this, like, fancy hotel now called Stay on Main, but I don't think anything's going to come out of it.
0: Uh, Yeah, they've been renovating for a while now. Yeah, like, like, you could never pay me to sleep there. It sucks because, you remember, like, I think it was two weeks ago, I'm like... Okay, so one thing we're for sure never doing is ghost hunting, and then wanna with, go. within 15 minutes, I was trying to talk you into yeah. ghost hunting, and I actually, I, I talked Selena into going to the hotel, and I was so excited, and we found out we can't go, so I was like, fuck.
1: Yeah, I think it's currently, like I said, th- okay, so there's a weird stipulation with it. They can rebrand it and remodel it, but they still need to have low-income housing. Really? Mm-hmm. What? So you're going to have low-income housing, but then also, like, crazy, unique condos. Ooh, it's really weird. That is weird. Yeah. So when it eventually does up, when we will go take a ride to yes. see it. Okay. Because cool. Chris is only, like, five miles away from it. Deal. So. Anywho. So she was supposed to stay in a hostel-type room, but the women she was staying with, were complaining about her because she was exhibiting odd behaviour. Did you find anything about the odd behavior? No, everywhere I have seen it just says odd behaviour. Because I tried to find it and I couldn't. So all they said, odd behavior. I really wish I could find out what that odd behaviour was, was. I don't know. That's all, literally everything and it was like in quotations. So it was just quoting what they said, but never like specifics. Mm. So eventually the hotel then set her up in a room all by herself. Obviously, her parents were not okay with the idea of her traveling alone, but she kept telling them that she was going to be fine, she was going to be okay. But to ease their minds, she would check in with them once a day. Mm -hmm. So on January 31st, when she hadn't called, her parents became very worried, and they ended up calling the Los Angeles Police Department to see if they could check on her. So the police searched every room that they could of the hotel because they couldn't search... Oh, I said that all wrong. I we, knew this was going to We can cut it if you want. We're going to cut it, and I'm going to start over. All right. Start over. Police searched the hotel to the extent that they legally could. They couldn't search every room because they needed probable cause, and they even used canine dogs to go through the building and the rooftop. Can- canine? Sorry. Heather's making all sorts of noises, I'm and... I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> 1529. You fucked up. Oh, <laughs> Let's just block... I'm going to start this over
0: again. All right, 1529 to 1553, go. That's actually... Why haven't we had a note Because we're stupid time? as fuck. Are <laughs> steak fries made of steak? Shit. I don't know. I hate to break it to you, but we're <laughs> morons.
1: Oh, no, my hair is cut in the
0: chair. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to come for you? Hold on. Selena's hair is stuck to the chair. All right. There you go. Selena's weave got stuck. Hey, my- Damn. Hold on. Are you, Oh, okay. So this is where we just collapsed and it completely fell apart. Anyway, thanks you for telling You were laughing him. at Nap last week or was it <laughs> the week before. I had someone tell me they're like, oh my God, when you started laughing at Dr. Nap and couldn't stop, that was so funny. I'm like, I cannot believe that I lost my shit so hard <laughs> over something so stupid that wasn't even that funny. It was the entire time. It was the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I could not at all get my shit together. And if, like, I could say it now, <laughs> Dr. Knapp, like, who cares? That's oh. not even funny. Okay,
1: hold on. <laughs> Ooh, all right, starting over. <laughs> so, the police searched the hotel to the extent that they legally could. They couldn't search every room because they needed a probable cause, and they even had their canine dogs, to. they even had their canine dogs help search To go through the building and the rooftop, but nothing came back.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So on February 6th, um, LAPD held a press conference hoping to gain the help of the public to find Elisa. They released a picture of her and described her as an Asian woman of Chinese descent with black hair and brown eyes who stood at 5 foot 4 inches and weighed 115 pounds. She was our height. I know. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw that. I was like, oh. And then I like, anyways. So one of the questions asked at the press conference was, is there anything suspicious to this case? And they did reply saying that there is some, there is suggestion of foul play. Mm -hmm. Because she did literally just like vanish. Mm -hmm. And um, in the background of the press conference, you can see her parents because they had traveled down to try to help with the search. So they were like on it as soon as they could. Unfortunately, a missing girl in L.A. isn't all that uncommon. It's just... It kind of is what it is. So, Especially in a bad part of town like that. Yeah, it's literally in the middle of Skid Row. So, Mm -hmm. it's not unheard of. So, press actually was dying down on the case. And it was kind of going cold until... February 15th. That is when... A video gets released, Mm. and it is a three-minute and 59-second video of her last whereabouts, I guess is the best way to put it. Now, before we get into the video, if you haven't seen it, I feel like Heather could disagree with me, but I feel like maybe stop and go watch it really quick, because I feel like it's very crucial no, I'm. So the, I'm on board with that. Yeah, story. right. Totally. Think that's oh,
0: yeah, idea? it's a super important aspect to this case, and I, it's it's very strange, and you need to see it so you understand what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and I feel like once you watch it, it's really eerie. Like the whole. I've only actually watched it one time all the way through because it was just so bizarre and just. Sorry, talk bell and smear off. It's happening. We are classy eight. Pinky's out. So it's just, it's, when you're, I felt like when I was watching it, I just, I felt really, I just didn't like how I felt watching it. It was scary. It was not good. It is scary. And there's a lot of inconsistencies with the video itself. Mm -hmm. So the timestamps actually blurred out. Um, There's parts of a video, there's parts of the video where it's sped up, but then there's a chunk that's missing. And then there's even a part where, like, her mouth is blurred out. So. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Holy shit. hmm That's, ugh. What the fuck? So, it's weird. And one of, I think, the strangest things is that the clothes she has on are not hers. Right. So, she's wearing a red zippered hoodie over a gray t-shirt with black shorts and sandals but none of they're like men's clothing. None like it was like really baggy on her. Yeah. And the thing with her is that she was like a total fashionista. Mhm. So it's just bizarre. So the video itself it's just her in an elevator and she walks in and immediately like she presses like a couple floors at a time. She does. She presses like a bunch of buttons. Yeah, and then one of the buttons she, I think, accidentally presses and she doesn't realize it is the door open, mm. which I think keeps it open for two minutes or something like that. Because since it was um, a lot of people went in and out of the hotel, like because I said it was like an actual housing, they had it open for so long for people to move furniture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she then kind of comes in. Comes out, kind of, like, flails around a little bit. At one point in the video, it's almost like she's playing, like, hide-and-seek with somebody. mm mm-hmm. um, It's just... It's just bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want
0: to... Well, there's... Portions of the video where she's moving her hands, yeah, in these really strange gestures that almost look inhuman. Mm-hmm. The way that she's like twisting her her arms and wrists and hands around, like almost like backwards. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's just it looks inhuman and otherworldly, and it gives this this weird, spooky other layer to this whole thing because mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah.
1: So, like I said in the beginning, in the beginning, in the beginning of the video, you see her press a couple buttons, and then she goes out, she comes Mm -hmm. in, she's doing, like, the hide-and-seek thing, and then she comes back in, and she presses more buttons. Yeah. And then does more of, like, a weird, like, she steps out really quick and, like, looks down the hallway to see if, like, anyone's coming for her. Mm -hmm. It's, it's weird. It very much seems like she's interacting with someone or
0: something.
1: Yeah. And then that brings up a whole other kind of part to it. Because there is a whole minute that's missing. So was somebody there and mm-hmm. they took it out? Mm-hmm. Who knows what it could have been. But like I said, please go look up the video because I feel like it kind of sheds light onto why this is such a like prolific case and why there's so many different theories surrounding it. Mm-hmm. But... Obviously, when a video like that goes up, it immediately went viral. And I think it was kind of, I mean, not the beginning, but I think it was one of those cases that really went crazy on Reddit, on different forums, where everybody then is trying to figure out what happened, what could have happened, what's going on, trying to explain her behavior. And there was instantly all these theories about she was on drugs, she took... Um, illicit drugs or she had a psychotic breakdown or it was possession or it was all these different things Mm -hmm. so let me take a little break and talk about her for a second because it's gonna kind of answer well not answer but it's gonna shed some light on her behavior so she actually was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression and she had been taking a I think four or five different pills and I'm I'm gonna butcher probably all of them. Um, one of them was Wellbutrin, Lamictal, Seroquel, and Effexor. Okay.
0: I only know a couple of those, and you got them right. So. Oh, okay. I sh- mm. I used to be on Wellbutrin. I know I've heard of it. When no, I was younger. I think I've heard of it. Cause they they use it as a as a drug. For depression and ADD. Mm. And so when I was 15, there were like,
1: two birds, one stone. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I've heard about it on, like, the TV or something like that. And obviously, her parent tried to keep it a secret from everybody because nobody's going to be, you know, be shouting into the rooftops that their kid has. Well, we should be ending the stigma on mental I know. health. I but- but yeah, my, yeah. her coming from, and especially her background, mm-hmm. they're going to keep that a totally. tight lip. Yep, I get it. So, but her family did say that she never had any suicidal thoughts and never had any, you know, kind of those, like, alarming... How do I want to say that? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to cut out a lot in this episode now. It's your product. <laughs> so yeah her parents always her parents said that she never had like suicidal thoughts or anything like that but while i was researching it apparently she had gone missing for a brief period time before Mm. um i couldn't find anything more on it though like when exactly it was like how you know Mm -hmm. like how brief are we talking like a day how brief for like how long ago it was there we go i can talk this is happening So, in 2010, she started a blog on Blogspot called Etherfields. Okay. Or just a little... Yeah. Mm. We're just letting it be. Anyways, on her blog, um, like I said, she was very into fashion, so she showcased a bunch of models in fashionable clothing, um, accounts of her life, and she was actually really open about her struggles with mental illness. And in January of 2012, she had a blog entry titled... You're always haunted by the idea of wasting your life, which is from the author Chuck. Oh, yeah. You... Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that all wrong. That's okay. And I found out, because I wasn't paying attention, he also wrote Fight Club. Yeah. So, well, I don't read. Uh oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. Uh
0: oh. <uh-oh.
1: laughs> well, it was, it was fun while it lasted. Everybody. I know. I tried. I don't, I, I don't have the attention span to read. You're reading right now. Do you see how well it's going? <laughs> do you see okay. how many mistakes I'm making? I that's, just can't do it. That's okay. I, I forgive you. <laughs> so in this blog entry, she talks about how she had a relapse at the beginning of her school term, causing her to drop classes. And she goes on to say that she feels so utterly directionless and lost. Mm-hmm. Um, she had her blog spot for a while and then left it, like many people did, to start Tumblr. Oh. hmm Which, it's really weird because you can still go on her blog spot and Tumblr and look at stuff, yeah. which I don't like that. Yeah, I was reading
0: something the other day about how, like, there's so many haunted corners of the internet. Yeah. Like, there's so many
1: websites and blogs and stuff that's just left up forever, like, long after people have abandoned them. That brings up a whole other thing. Like, do you take it down or do you leave it up as an in memoriam? Well, I have a friend that died and she had a blog,
0: and sometimes I like to go read it. Yeah, because it, it still gives you... feels like I'm connected to yeah. her and she would put poetry and stuff on there. So I think, yes, you should leave it up.
1: Mm-hmm. And keep in mind that I told you that she had a Tumblr because we'll get back to that later. Ooh,
0: foreshadowing. <laughs> Ew.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're going to get back to the case. So once the video came out and there was more questions being asked, um, the hotel staff was asked if she was with anybody, what was going on, and everybody said she had been alone. And a manager at a bookstore called The Last Bookstore um, said that she had seen Elisa And she was outgoing, lively, and friendly, and she was even trying to pick up books to take back home, seeing how much they would weigh, if she'd be able to take them, if she could travel with them. So it made it seem like she had every intention Mm -hmm. of returning home. Do you know what books they were? No. Because she had, from what what I read on different websites, it made it seem like she was picking through a couple different ones, Mm -hmm. trying to see, like... Weight wise, okay, what she could take. That's just
0: something I'm like curious about because I am a book nerd, mm-hmm. like big time. So it's just like, oh, what books were they? I wonder if I've read them, I wonder if I've heard of them. I wonder, you know, yeah, just a
1: curiosity. Go ahead. So, shortly after the release of the video, guests started to complain about low water pressure, unusual taste to their water, and black water coming out. Oh, god, this is like the FYI, it's about to get real right now. So that brings us to February 19th. When service manager or hotel maintenance worker, Santiago Lopez, went to go check out and see what was going on. He made his mission to the 15th floor where he hiked a set of stairs to the roof and then climbed a ladder to reach the 10-foot tall water tank where he noticed the hatch was open. And he looks inside to discover a female body floating around. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is, is that that gallon, the the water tank, provided the water to the guest rooms, the kitchen, and coffee shops. So there goes the complaints about the weird-tasting water. Mm-hmm. So then the tank was then drained and cut open, since the access hole was too small to use um, tools to retrieve her body, which that's going to come up later because that just doesn't make sense make sense in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was found naked and her clothes were floating about next to her. But what I found was really interesting but I couldn't find more on it was that there was a sand-like particle surrounding her clothes.
0: Mm-hmm. I have heard this before but I well, don't know what it means.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? What did... Is- I... I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, her room key and her watch were also found. Her cell phone was not to be located, and I don't believe it was ever. Ever? No. No one's ever found her phone. That's weird. Which that will also come up later. So, because she had been floating in water, her body had been, um, it started to decompose a little bit, and from being in water, it was bloated. Here's the weird thing, though. There was no sign of physical trauma, sexual abuse, or even, like, cutting of the wrist or anything to Mm -hmm. um, imply a suicide. And when they found the body, they actually didn't release that it was her because they, um, you know, you have to double-check all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So they actually didn't release that it was her until February 21st. And when they did, the L.A. coroner's office labeled her death as an accidental drowning with bipolar being a a significant factor Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that because that to me is just weird Mm -hmm. can you label someone's mental illness as their cause of death
0: um, They're not labeling it as her cause of death. or labeling but, it as a factor. Like, it, but, it contributed to her death. I know, but I don't like that. They, I don't either. They are saying that she had an episode, and therefore she climbed into the tank. Because it's easy. It's like... It's very easy.
1: Done. So be it. Anyways, her toxicology reports came back incomplete because there was not enough blood that was preserved to actually test. Mm-hmm. They did find... In the blood that they did, that they were able to test, though, they did find traces of prescribed medications, the ones that she was on, um, Sinutab, which is, you know, Sinutab, which is just, like, a Sudafed, and ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. And um, her blood alcohol was 0.02%, so, so like, like, nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the toxicology is kind of important because, like we said with the video— Everyone was like, oh, well, she was on drugs. Well, no, she wasn't. Right. She literally had nothing in her system other than a decongestant and ibuprofen. But that's not going to make you crazy and hallucinate. And there was a ton of issues with her autopsy results anyways. They never did the results of her rape kit or fingernail kit because I don't think they ever did it. Like, nowhere did I find that they actually tested it. So... That's a whole other issue. Yeah, that's really infuriating. The only thing that they did find, though, is that there was a pooling of blood in her anal cavity, and her rectum was prolapsed. Mm -hmm. Which... Wouldn't you then check, like, other things? Yeah. Anyways, one pathologist said that the pooling of blood could have been a result of the bloating. Mm-hmm. while I was talking to my boyfriend and we went down this rabbit hole. If you have, um, how do I put this? Let's say you were hit, that spot is going to swell up and bloat mm-hmm. more than any other place on your body. So if that was a cause where it was coming from, there had to have been trauma there to start with for it to swell up before anything else. Mm-hmm. That's such a random place on your body, too. Yeah. But, whatever. What was kind of strange, though, was that after she had died, her Tumblr was still being updated. What? Yes. This is why I said we needed to come back to that. Now, there's a couple different reasons on that. She could have had a cue. That was it. I have, I have a Tumblr, so I know. I haven't been on Tumblr. I love Tumblr. I haven't been on in...
0: God knows how long. I think there's probably a way to find out if it was cute though.
1: I don't, when, mm-hmm. while I was looking at stuff, it was just saying that it could have been, but they didn't say it was a definitive yes or no. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that people were saying is because her phone was never found, that someone could have been updating it to make it seem like... She was still alive. She was still alive. Mm-hmm. Which... That's just sad. Yeah, that's not good. So, they're saying it was an accidental drowning.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It is almost impossible for her to get up the water tank by herself. Because if you notice, when I described how the service worker got there, it's a mission. And there's really only about four ways to get there. Three, are through fire escapes on the sides of the building and one of them is through the locked rooftop but that sets off an alarm so somebody was going to hear it. So I just I don't like it. It's just a weird thing. So with finding the body we know who it is and I guess technically how because she died. But here's the thing. She didn't drown in there. No. No. What? What do you mean? No, I don't think I don't think she had I don't think she had died in the I mean, she obviously was placed in the water tank, but I don't think she had drowned in it. You think someone like drowned her in a bathtub or something and then they shoved her in there? Because it's really I don't get how she herself got in there. I have never got that either. It's almost impossible. Like, the hatch itself, she wouldn't have even been able to open it, much less get in there herself. Mm. Because not only are they 10 feet tall, but they're on cement blocks. So, I don't know. It's just bizarre. What's a kind of weird coincidence with... The case and what was happening at the same time is that there was a tuberculosis breakout. What? Yeah, over in Skid Row. But Jesus, here's where it gets really weird. The test was called Lam Elisa. The test was called Lam Elisa. Mhm. L A M dash E L I S A
0: what the fuck? hmm Why? Why was it called
1: that? <sighs> I hate this case. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I guess this is where, I don't know, I guess this is where things get kind of dicey and then this is where we can go off on ten different tangents. Um, but what I will kind of end with is that her parents did end up suing the hotel. Good. Well, they tried. <clears throat> they tried to sue for a wrongful death. Mm-hmm. It didn't go anywhere. Oh, they had that service worker, um, Santiago Lopez, testify in court, and he described that it is almost it. Since it is so hard for her to get there, she did not get there on her own. So he they, said that. So they what? Dis- they dismissed the case because they said that yeah, they don't have anything. They, it wasn't it wasn't their fault. They said there was, like, they say there's foul play, basically. Yeah. The hotel says there's foul play? Because, well, not that there was foul play, but that she didn't physically, like, because their whole thing was that it was a, a wrongful death. Uh-huh. So they should have taken better precaution right. to secure whatever it was. But then they're trying to say that they did take all the precautions that they needed. So how she got there was not their fault.
0: Okay. I'm trying to follow
1: that logic. So they're saying that because it's, it's not so, Because it's well first of all, she would need to get through the locked area mm-hmm. which sets off an alarm.
0: Well, there is a BuzzFeed unsolved episode
1: about Elisa Lam. Do they talk about the video? And yeah.
0: Yeah. And they also go up on the roof and they get there so very easily. There's
1: a this keep in mind this is what the hotel's saying. Okay. Cuz they're trying to cover their ass. True. So I want to say shortly after, because I don't think it was the BuzzFeed Unsolved video. Okay. But, um. there was a Chinese man who went and did, like, all the steps he needed to do to get to the roof, and he got up there no problem.
0: Yeah, I've heard multiple
1: cases of people getting up there on the roof. But they're saying that, nope, couldn't have happened. Wasn't us. Sorry. Mm, but, see. yeah, the case was dismissed.
0: <sighs> um, what do you think that... uh? missing section of the videos about. What's that? I think it's one of two things. Okay, I don't think it can be the hotel because the police would be
1: like, hey, um... No, no, no. I think it's the police. Okay. So, I think it's one of two things. Yeah. I think the cops, on purpose, took out a section that was so specific to that video that whoever is involved would know about it and have to kind of, like, Not call in, but I feel like it would be, like, a dead giveaway almost kind of thing. So you think it's that thing where
0: the police keep some information under wraps so that whoever did it, there can't be, like, false confessions and shit like that? Yeah, got it. Because that does happen sometimes. It happens all the with, time. Which is so bizarre to me. It's very bizarre, but some people want attention so bad that they'll even take horrible attention. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I've, There's people that do it all the time. I read a statistic about false confessions and I can't remember what it was, but I remember it was insanely high. Mm-hmm. Like, false confessions happen at a near constant level, so they...
1: It's become more and more common for them to what hold stuff back. serial killer was it that they even... They claimed murders that they didn't even do just because all wanted of their, them. Yeah. I'm like, they wanted their numbers higher.
0: <laughs> all of them, which is fucking weird. Well, they're psychotic. I know. But anyways,
1: um, so I think it was either the police that kept it on purpose. I think it has to be the police. Or there was just some weirdly weird shit that we're just not ready to see.
0: Hmm. Oh shit. You're getting conspiracy on me.
1: Well, because why
0: else would you block it? What do you think? I think it's probably what you said about the police keeping something back so that... Well... That... Or... The police are involved somehow. I think it's the service workers. Okay, but if it's the service workers, then the police wouldn't cover for them. Oh, that's true. Plus, I don't think they are, um, I don't think they have the kind of money where they can be bribing the police. Mm-hmm. This is not the Beverly Hills No, and it's a shitty hotel. So.
1: But, um, so, because it is a shitty hotel, it's known for some crazy ass drug deals, mm-hmm. and we all know not every cop is a good cop. Right. So what if there was some weird shit also happening, and they needed it to cover their ass? Also a very good theory. Yeah. I think the police
0: have to have some involvement here. They have to. Otherwise, there's no excuse for having missing footage. Mm -mm. It doesn't make sense. No.
1: So, I guess that kind of covers the basics and the kind of hard facts of the case. Yeah. Other than that, it's purely speculation, Mm -hmm. right? Which... Organic, which we do,
0: (laughs) which we're for, by the way, in which everybody actually does, (laughs) yeah, everyone does it.
1: It's really okay. Is this silica? Oh, it's so if you (laughs) drop it, it doesn't like I don't have one of those for my hydro flask. So, Chris got it for me because I broke my other one. You broke a hydro flask? Not that I broke, but I severely dented it, and apparently, you can also mess up the. the the seal on it I broke I dropped it on concrete and it literally like oof yeah um this is why I told you in the beginning please go look up this case because case in point my boyfriend who as I was researching he was kind of like in and out like listening to me and then finally he like does one quick google search and then by the time he was done he was like nope she didn't drown nope like no Like, it it just didn't happen. Like, this, it's just weird. There's no way she got in. There's somebody that had to have been there. It just doesn't make sense with the logistics of the tower and all this. So, please.
0: Yeah, definitely go research this because we could have made this a 30-part series and talked about this for the rest of fucking time. Yeah. Um, But we're not going to do that. So, this is part one in a two-part series, though, and you'll have to tune in next week to hear about all the paranormal aspects of this case.
1: Because right now you got all the you know, the basics, the hard facts yes. what it is and Heather will take you through all the spooky shit mm-hmm. and the really kind of scary plausible, oh god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's oh. it's gonna be hard It's gonna be hard for me to get through it I wouldn't look at it, Chris started looking at some of the stuff and I was like don't don't talk to me yeah. And he's like, "How are you going to how are you going to record this episode?" "I don't know. I'll figure it out when we get there, but don't talk to me right now." "Yeah, you have to <laughs> You're not allowed to leave.
0: You have I to sit know. in that chair and you have to listen." "Oh, I don't know why." "You have about to. It. I'm
1: going to start needing to bring like a teddy bear with us.
0: We're going to have one of those like dolls that the kids have in therapy that they have to hold on to mm-hmm. to talk about their trauma." "Yeah. That's that's us now. Um so when I first heard about this case when it happened, Um, it was the paranormal rabbit hole that I fell down immediately, and it was about three o'clock in the morning, and I was so fucking scared. You, like, vividly remember? Yes. Oh. I can picture it perfectly. I was sitting on my bed. Interesting. All the lights were on. It was three in the morning. I think I'd been reading it in the dark, and I had to turn all the lights on, and I was, like, having a... I had a straight-up panic attack, and I had to call Kenny on the phone. And if you don't know, Kenny is my partner on the other podcast. And he's, like, hardcore skeptic. So he doesn't believe in anything paranormal, so that actually... It works out really well for me. Yeah. Because I'm constantly sending him, like, texts and, like, you know, like, Facebook messages, like, oh, my God... Please debunk this. It's scaring the shit out of me. I won't be able to live until you prove that this is wrong. Yeah. So I called him on the phone and I was like, "I just heard this case, and oh my god!" And I eh, and he had to talk me down from my panic attack because it fucked me up so bad. Yeah. And like watching that video and stuff, and like reading. Off. I had
1: never seen it until like two weeks ago. Which funny how this works out. So you had told me, well, you had told me early on this was going to be a case that we were going to cover. I put it on the list, um, like, almost immediately when we started this podcast. Did this case make you want to start the podcast, or did Bella and the Witch Elm want to make you start it? I remember you telling me one of them, like, really, really, really inspired you.
0: Bella and the Witch Elm, probably more so, because um, the podcasts that I was hearing about it, they... Just briefly went over it. They very, very vaguely skimmed over the witchcraft stuff and I was like, Which What the fuck? A, yeah. I was like, this is you're you're not gonna go into the most interesting mm-hmm. part of this case. Yeah. Are you serious? And they really didn't. So yeah. So, but this one too. Both yeah. of those. These well, two were the ones that inspired me the most. What
1: was kind of funny is that when you had told me about it and when we were being like kinda of more serious about it, it was coming up in our queue of like recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I everyone can make fun of me if they want. I started listening to My Favorite Murder. And why I'm, would anyone make fun of you for that? Cuz I'm late. On the I told you bandwiden. a thousand times. To I know. To I know. I know. Well, anyway. Did they do Elisa Lam? They did cover it in one of their early episodes. Okay. Cuz uh, for me that was a long time ago, so well, I can't remember. And I, if I start a podcast, I have to listen to it from episode one to current. Oh, I did. I don't like doing. That was a long time ago. Yeah, no, I know. Um, So they had talked about it, and Karen—that's her name, right? Yes. Yeah, I was like, that sounded right. (sighs) Um, I was like, I think so. Um, She was talking about the video, Mm -hmm. and so immediately I stopped what I was doing. I watched the video. It was a Friday afternoon. I think I was... Oh, I remember what I was doing. See? I was setting my um, ponytail. (laughs) I had just gotten it. (laughs) Did you style that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I think they have a weird curl when you get them, so I just set it again. Looks really good. But that's what I was doing, and I stopped to watch the video, and I was like, what the F? Yeah. If you don't have the response to this video, then
0: I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. What the F?
1: So yeah, Yeah. that brings us back to here. Okay. Where were we? Um, I believe we're about done with episode one. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs)
0: I've just been sitting here drinking while you were talking, so... Episode two is going to be super interesting. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Okay, let me just say this really quick. Oh. It's been a shitty week. Not that it's been a shitty week... It's just been a lot. So you mean, like, from last episode to now? Yeah. Not counting today
0: as one week? No. Even though it feels like it.
1: Well, okay, so Monday is my Sunday to anybody that's here. Me too. Yeah, okay, so I consider this the end of my week. So this is my, does that make sense? Like, Tuesday will be the, Tuesday's my Monday where it's the start. So that's why I'm like, it's been a shitty week. It's been a long week. I get that. I guess because I'm not used to talking to someone
0: who has, like, a similar schedule to me. Yeah. But yeah, today's our Sunday. Because
1: we technically both do hair. That's true. We do. Just your clients have two extra legs. And they I do. Don't. <laughs> but um, it's just been really weird energy. It's been I've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Mm. Heather can f- still function off of like three hours of sleep, or I can't. Sounds like a full night's sleep. Yeah. yeah no. If I don't get at least six hours, I'm not happy. And even then, I'm not happy at six. I need, like, a full eight to function. Oh, my God. But what brings me to... That brings me to our obsession for this week. Mm -hmm. Because tired as I am, worn out as I am from retrograde, the thing that makes me so happy is Lizzo. Dude, fuck yeah. Lizzo makes me so happy.
0: I taught a whole course, and Lizzo was half the curriculum. Remember? Really?
1: Remember? Oh, I guess you, I, didn't, you yeah. didn't take it. Never mind. No, because you started it when I think I... When I was in the middle of the move or something like that. Mm. It was bad timing. Um. So, yes. My obsession is Lizzo. Yeah. I don't care if you have a partner. I don't care what your situation is. You need to listen to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. She will make you feel like the baddest bitch. That's right. I... When I'm listening to it, I'm like, maybe my man isn't shit. <laughs> but, no, he's good. No. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Mm. She just makes you, like, she makes you feel like, yeah, I am a bad bitch. I don't need anyone. But then I'm like, oh, no, never mind, I do, because <laughs> you're well, <I>, uh, <laughs>
0: That is legit my life, <laughs> so I can hard relate.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. please, if. I don't care what you listen to. It is the song of the summer. Mm-hmm. Go listen to Truth Hurts. Fuck yeah. It will make you feel happy. It will make you feel everything you need to feel right now because retrograde is shitty. Yes, it is. Amen. <laughs> Preach on it. Also, check out her Instagram because she will just make you feel like everyone's beautiful. I would and, marry her. Oh, my God. Like, legit. She, like, I loved it because she played at Coachella and she nicknamed it Aschella. Hell yeah. I'm all for it. Because she, she had, like, a Leo, like, like a one suit, like mm-hmm. a one, what are they called? Uh, it's like a bodysuit. A bodysuit, thank you. I was getting into, like, leotards for, like, dance It and is stuff technically like a leotard, but no one uses that tie. I know. <laughs> so she was wearing a bodysuit, but, like, a high-cut one, so her ass was out. And, yeah, mm-hmm. she was calling it Ashtrella. Absolutely. So go look at her Instagram, because she's going to make you feel
0: good about yourself. Totally. Yeah, she's amazing. I started listening to Lizzo, like two years ago when i was going through a breakup and it healed me yeah like she's she's been my medicine for years and like she's so insanely talented like just any video where she's playing the flute is my life
1: professionally plays the flute. she's amazing yeah her flute also has an instagram she dresses
0: up like sailor moon plays the flute like She's a. She,
1: I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. I loved it because there was one. This is going to turn into the Lizzo podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the Lizzo cast. This is Lizzo cast. Episode there was one. one interview she did with um, the Breakfast Club. So Char, what's, his, what's his name? Charlemagne the God or something like that. And he was like, you know what? I think you're one of those girls that wouldn't look good skinny. And he was trying to compliment uh-oh. her. He was, I get, like, I, I in guy logic, like, I get where he was trying to go. Like, he was trying to be like, you're just so, you're one of those Oof. really big, beautiful women. And uh-oh. she was like, bitch, I look good any size. Like, that's how fabulous I am. And he was kind of like, uh-oh. Uh. <laughs> 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 okay. We uh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. No. I would hate to see anyone try to go toe-to-toe with her that would not end well so yeah
1: she's amazing amen it's the summer of lizzo she is risen summer 2k19 truth hurts yes because we're
0: all bad bitches that's right that's right do you want to hear mine yeah do you have yeah <laughs> You okay go kind of <laughs> it, kind of do you have any silver linings going on right now Ooh, now that you put it that way. <laughs> She's like, I don't have anything. Okay, so, Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Um, I, it I is technically my weekly obsession. Mm-hmm. Even though I watched it a week ago. Maybe more than that. But, m- I'm more so haunted by it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Lingering
1: and fucked everybody. It up.
0: fucked me up real bad, and like I know that that's not really the point of this segment. We're supposed to be like bringing it around and feeling better. But You're I self-loathing right now. I fine. I <laughs> I'm, I'm not okay. I'm not done. Yeah, like I'm still really processing those emotions. And.
1: We can't really go too much into it. No,
0: I won't. I'm not going to spoil anything. I was wearing Stranger Things socks this morning.
1: Mm.
0: I'm not wearing socks right now, but I was. Well, because you almost gave yourself a heat stroke. I did. I almost killed myself today because I'm... By the way, Once it's again. hot
1: in Southern California. It's
0: very hot, and I thought I could do my do like a normal kind of workout that I normally do, and I almost died. Yeah. So, no. Stranger Things is a good weekly obses- obsession. Thanks. Even though it's kind of more like... I need to go to therapy from Stranger Things.
1: if we can only talk about it. I know. Everyone go watch it. Everyone go watch it and and then... And then search it after, because I feel like... If you've
0: seen Stranger Things, please reach out to me so that we can talk about our feelings and process them
1: together. Yes. We're all in this together... I feel like you're slowly losing faith in humanity when it comes to movies and TVs, TV shows, because I feel like they keep just gutting you. They
0: do. You know what's funny is that—I'm going to go on a little tangent right now. Um, Ricky texted me uh, a picture from Wizards Unite from Harry Potter, and um, he's like, look, you're in the game, and it was a picture of Luna Lovegood which I was like, well, joke's on you, because that's my favorite character, so. Mm. And he was like, oh, I just told my mom about this exchange, and she said, oh, no, now Luna Lovegood's going to die because she's Heather's favorite character. And I was <laughs> like, oh. oh! You have a curse. Basically, that's what everyone's saying now. I If, if it's my favorite character, they're going to die, because I've seen, like, all my favorite characters Actually, die Actually, that's
1: recently. 100%. I feel like that's 100% true. See? This year's been brutal on you then. Yes. Because it's been m- lots of TV shows. Yeah, and movies. Did we give a spoiler away? Not
0: really. Okay. You'd have to know me really well okay. to know what we just said. Okay. Also, I think spoiler spoilers, there's like a cap after like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then you can say whatever you want. Okay. I think so. Okay. At least that's how... That's like nerd nerd rules. Yeah. Those are nerd rules. Okay.
1: Cuz I mean it's common sense. It's like if you haven't seen the movie within 2 weeks you really don't care that much. Yeah. Well, and if you haven't finished an entire TV show <laughs> and you know the first day do you have like who are you? Yeah, you like... you have like a life? What, you like, have like kids and like What the fuck? A house to take care of? That's weird. That's not okay here. That's bizarre. No. That's we not exactly. don't appreciate you. You're not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: dare you? Like, we don't want to associate with people with, like, spouses. Lives. And, like, jobs. And, like, what the fuck? Anyway, we're at an hour and 20. No. No, that's not right. <laughs> we're at an hour and. <laughs> Can you count? Can you read? No. We're at an hour and one minute. So,
1: we're fine. Well, anyway. Are we done? No. Oh. We haven't done our ending line. Okay.
0: Should I start? Because I already forgot it. All right. So, um, yeah, we're done with this episode. Um, And we will see you next week for part two for some really horrifying shit. Let's go for it. But in the meantime, remember, we're always with you in spirit. And
1: we love you to death.